boldly set these big, grand, audacious, hairy, scary goals for this year. And some of them might be the same goals that you set this time last year. And so we wanted to have this conversation around what could possibly be keeping you stuck. And I think, you know, also a couple of these things might be a little shocking. It might not be the first things that come to your mind. So I'm excited for you guys to hopefully at the end of this episode, have a couple of applications, a couple of things to take away and act on and implement that are gonna make a huge difference And you're gonna look back a year from now and say, I am so glad I took action on these three things. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms, just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you the busy mompreneur know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, Join us inside our community, the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast episode. It's Becky here and Monique. Hey, Becky, how are you? Hey, I'm excited about this conversation today because some of you guys listening to this might be feeling like you are in the same place. Maybe, you know, currently while we are recording this, it is early in 2024 and you are, have, you've probably set these big, grand, audacious, hairy, scary goals for this year. And some of them might be the same goals that you set this time last year. And so we wanted to have this conversation around what could possibly be keeping you stuck. And I think, you know, also a couple of these things might be a little shocking. It might not be the first things that come to your mind. So I'm excited for you guys to hopefully at the end of this episode, have a couple of applications, a couple of things to take away and act on and implement that are going to make a huge difference. And you're going to look back a year from now and say, I am so glad I took action on these three things. So yes, let's jump in. So good. Okay. So before we jump in, you know, as you were describing that, Becky, it just made me think of the Israelites and you guys might be able to relate to this, but there's a story in Deuteronomy where it talks about how the Israelites were going on this journey and it was supposed to take them 11 days. Like it was actually 11 days worth of walking and it took them 40 years. And there's a verse that talks about when God tells them, you know, you have journeyed around this mountain long enough, now go north. Like he literally gives them instruction. He's like, okay, you guys are literally circling around the same mountain over and over and over again. Just go north, like go this direction. And I think, you know, how much is that 
how we act too. Like we are the same way where we might be circling around the same mountain or we may have the same goals and the same thing that we're working towards. And what we're going to be talking about today is basically someone saying like, okay, here are just the go north. Yeah. Yes, just go north. Like here are the things that you need to be doing. So let's give you, should we give them all at once or should we, should we, uh, make you guys wait. Okay. We're going to make you guys wait. I think we should wait. Yeah. Make them wait. Make them wait. <laughs> okay. So the very first one is the number one thing we think is holding you back is your health. Okay. Mm. So don't come at us. Don't send us an email. Don't send <laughs> us a DM about how this doesn't apply to you. Okay. But we really want to challenge you to think about the fact that your health affects your business. And if you're not prioritizing your health, we're not talking about you need to go out and get a six pack and be able to run a marathon. Like that's not what we're saying. But we are saying that your business is you, like you are your business. And if you're not healthy, if you're not present, if you're not energized, that is going to directly affect your business. Even thinking about like right now, Becky's coming off of being sick for the last, yes. you know, and even thinking about like anytime, you know, someone gets sick, like that affects your business. Like you're not able to show up. You're not able to be present. You're not able to go on social media. Right. And so your health has a direct connection with the success of your business. Well, and you know, the word, the term wealth means well-being. And so a lot of people, I think they hear this, this, and think of this concept of wealth, a wealthy people are people who are, you know, they have a state of being that is like, well, and the reason why I like that, you know, I kind of, that reminder is because if you think about the areas of your life that you want to be healthy, right? Like you want financial health, right? So that you can retire when you want to retire and have access to things you want to have access to. You want your mental state to be healthy, right? So that you can think clearly. I don't know how many of you guys, um, I know Monique and I have talked about this numerous times after having COVID, right? It was like that brain fog and that frustration of, okay, why is this word not coming to me? You know, and you, you want clarity, you want to think clearly. And you know, that everyone says there's all these studies. I couldn't quote any of them right now, but about like, if you don't get enough sleep and you're acting and driving while you're like way too tired, it's as if you're like driving drunk, right? It's yeah. a, so think about if you're not prioritizing your health, you're not you know, getting enough sleep and being disciplined to turn off Netflix, quit, quit scrolling your phone, you know, quit, you know, just eating whatever you want to eat, like 17,000 carbs in a day. And instead say, okay, I might have a little pasta, but I'm, I'm going to have it for dinner. You know, I'm not going to eat a huge bowl of pasta at lunch because I know I've got other things I need to do in the afternoon. And I think just, you know, we don't, it has nothing to do with like, the size of your jeans or the weight on the scale, but it does have to do with how you feel. And I can just speak for myself. I, at, I wouldn't say at the height of my career, but pretty much um, when I was incredibly successful in the industry, I had sacrificed my health because I had thought, I, I seriously thought that I had to put that on the shelf. I, you know, I had to, you know, sacrifice, working out, taking care of myself 
in order to have success. And as a result, I gained, you guys, it is so, it's insane how much weight I have lost. I have already lost almost 40 pounds as since this time when I was like insanely successful or over 40 pounds at this point, I've lost over 40 pounds and I was so exhausted. You guys, I barely had, basically I had the energy to do my work and that was it. I was so exhausted when I was done working. I didn't want to spend any time with my family because I was so tired and drained and burnt out. And that wasn't even why I started my business in the first place, right? Like I started my business so that I could have time with my, at the time, you know, she was my, a one-year-old, right? And now my oldest, now I have two girls, but my point is I want to have energy to, you know, chase after my dreams, but also for, you know, to foster and nurture relationships with my girls and, and pursue other hobbies and, you know, be able to have the energy to do more things. And, you know, when I look back on the health of my business at that time, it started to decline because I was so tired. I was like, quote unquote, I was telling everybody I was burnt out, but, and I was, but I was burnt out because I was not taking care of my health. Right. I wasn't making it a priority. And I think people might initially think like, if you don't already have healthy habits, you might think that healthy habits are going to be really hard, but I would argue that you could very easily create habits that aren't going to take a ton of time. Like if you say, you know, let's say you don't exercise at all. If you say, all right, I'm just going to start with a 20 minute walk and you just walk around your neighborhood for 20 minutes just to get your body moving Or it could be that normally you stay up watching Netflix and you're like, all right, I'm going to go to bed by whatever time. Like you just set an alarm on your phone. It doesn't have to be like, yeah, just like she said, simple habits, simple habits, simple swaps. Like I know for me, when you were talking about the exhaustion, I am very, very well aware. Like, I feel like I'm pretty in tune with when I eat certain foods, I know, okay, these foods make me tired versus these foods make me feel energized. And I know that if I eat something that's like a high carb lunch, I am going to want to take a nap Mm -hmm. after lunch. Like I'm going to be tired. And so I just don't, I mean, I very rarely do that because I know, you know, there's a lot of things that need to get done in the day and I don't have the capacity. I don't have the time to be tired. Like I don't have the time to be tired. I don't want to feel that way. It doesn't matter how good, you know, you know, I don't know my kids bring home pizza or something. And I'm like, Oh, that looks really good. But I know it's not worth it. I'm like, it is not how I'm going to feel afterwards. I don't want to feel crummy. I don't want to feel tired. Like I'm very aware. And And so just drinking more water, you know? But I think people might need to start listening to your body, like listen to your body and, and notice, like, is this food making me tired? Is this food making me energized? And we're not over here trying to be, you know, a dietitian or a trainer or anything like that. But I think just p- recognizing, like, are you eating things that are more processed or are you eating things that are, you know, from the earth or from, you know, health, natural And are they giving you energy? So recognizing Mm -hmm. that, um, and also I wanted to point out one thing that you mentioned about sleep. So I had worked with one of Brendan Burchard's coaches. I went through Brendan Burchard's coaching program back in, I think 2020, maybe 2020. And at the very beginning of our coaching, he, the person I was working with said, you know, here are the requirements that Brendan has for when someone goes through his coaching program. And one of the requirements was you had to commit to sleep at least seven hours a day. 
And, you know, a lot of his coaching is based on data. And he was saying, like, he had all this kind of data about if you have less than seven hours of sleep, it affects how you process, it affects your thinking, it affects your ability to um, be creative, like all of these different things that were affected by your sleep. And so it is a thing, like it is a real thing. If you are not sleeping enough and you're trying to figure out why am I not, you know, able to be clear in my thinking or in how you're showing up, it might be because you're not getting enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. So the second thing that might be keeping you stuck are the opinions of others. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, we're just going to guess that probably, you know, 90% of you, there's probably, there's some here who are like, like Becky, like me, (laughs) it rolls off, but then there's others of you who this is really, really holding you back. Like somebody may have said something in the past. Someone might say something to you currently, and it may not even be that someone is saying things, but a lot of times we, we pick up on this from our clients is you project that other people have opinions that they have not even said. Right. Like there are times where you're like, I'm not even going to post that on social media because my aunt Sue might think this and misunderstand what it is that I'm doing, or I'm not going to reach out to this person to tell them about the business opportunity because they might think this about me. And that is holding you back. Like it is holding you back. And let's just mm-hmm. be, let's just be, I just want to be straight up here is I feel like a lot of times the opinions of other people are limiting. They are limited in their thinking. Okay. Just mm-hmm. if we're speaking in general, like if you have ambitions and goals and aspirations and you are a high achiever, okay. Your life is not going to look like everyone else's life. And so you might have friends who are not high achievers who might be like, well, who do you think you are? Or like, what are you doing? Or why are you not hanging out with us anymore? Or why are you, you know, whatever, like they might have, they might have things to say that are um, a reflection of where they are. And so don't allow that to bring you down. Like, don't allow that to limit you because if you know that you're going somewhere with your life, like there are things that you're just not going to be able to partake in anymore. There are things that you're not going to be able to allow to speak into your life. And a lot of times it's the opinions of other people. Yeah. And I mean, I think we have to remind ourselves if you want to live like no one lives, you got to act and do things like no one does. And so if sometimes, right, sometimes that means being misunderstood. Sometimes that means, you know, going against the grain. Sometimes that means being talked you know, about, <laughs> being talked about or being rejected. And, you know, the most successful people in life get there because they're willing to climb on top of all of those rejections, right? It's not because they, you know, get one rejection and just lie down and say, well, I'm done. You know, that was that. Uh, or like she said, sometimes they subconsciously, and this might be you make telling yourself stories of the outcome, what potentially is going to happen. And that whatever story you're telling yourself, that is going to become your reality. Because if you are telling yourself, well, no one wants to join me. 
you know, this one person was so rude to me. And so I'm so afraid and you might not even realize it, right? But you're just not acting on it. You're not sending any messages. You're not doing anything. You're not posting online consistently because you were so concerned about what other people think of you or your business. And that is going to, that's ultimately going to determine your success. I mean, you're going to stay at that level. Yeah. And we live into the stories we tell ourselves. And so you have to recognize like, what is the story that you're telling yourself and how is that affecting you in your business? And so just think about that and how it applies to your life and be willing to let go of the opinions of others. Because if you can, you know, I love, you know, we had a reference to Connie already in a previous episode, but we had Connie Sanchez on in episode eight, and she was talking about how she onboards people and the conversation that she has when she brings people onto her team. And she said, one of the things she tells her team members is to anticipate other people's opinions and rejection and all those kinds of things, but keep moving forward. And I thought, man, that's so powerful yeah. to yeah, share that with your team. She calls it discipline your disappointments, you know, yes, so powerful. Yes. And so recognize that this is part of like, if you go into your business and you have the mindset of, I am going to get told, no, I am going to get rejected. I am going to be misunderstood. I'm going to have to actually sit back and watch other people say things about me, you know, believe things about me that may or may not be true. And I'm going to have to, to allow those things to happen. Like it is a stepping stone. It's a prerequisite. It is a prerequisite to success. I even look at like, you know, our business, which is successful. I mean, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like our business is successful. And so Becky and I have walked through those exact things. We have had situations where, you know, we have both been in situations where we've been talked about. We've both been in situations where we've been rejected. We've both been in situations where we've been misunderstood or, We've, you know, pivoted and had people have been opinionated or, you know, but it is a prerequisite to that next step. Right. And I think too, not, not feeling the need to defend your, your reasons, your, you know, because that is just a waste of energy. Like you, there are some people that you are just never going to convince. It does not matter how you say it. It does not matter what proof you have, what evidence they're limited in their ignorance and it is not going to matter. And so it's like, don't waste your energy defending that. And instead just prove it, just yeah. do the thing. Well, and I think that also goes into, we should probably talk for a second about social media and, you know, you're going to also have times where people might comment on things. Just delete the comment. Yeah. <laughs> delete, delete. Comment. yeah. delete, block if you need to and move on, you know, because people get really hung up on, oh, this person said this one thing. I'm like, delete the comment. Like if it's, right. yeah. you know, if it's not in alignment with what you want, if it's not serving you, if you're a leader on a team and you have a team page and somebody comments something negative or brings any kind of negativity onto your team page, delete the comment and then have a private one-on-one -on -one conversation with that yes. person. Yes. So. so the third thing that could be keeping you stuck are your daily habits. Ooh, I feel like you guys, we could have this conversation every day, like daily habits. This, oh man, this concept, you know, of habits and uh, man, just that when you think about high performers and 
you know, Brendan Burchard comes to mind, his, you know, his books and just his podcast and the, you know, all of his wisdom and study. I mean, he has like, who knows how many hours of, you know, studying like high performers and their habits as well as, I mean, this concept is not new, right? But it is such a necessary conversation. I know, Monique, you are like one of the most disciplined people that I know. I would love to hear your perspective on what do you think people need to work on when it comes to their daily habits? Well, I think you need to look at what you want out of your life and then reverse engineer that. You know, so if you want to hit six figures, you say, okay, well, let me reverse engineer that. That's, you know, a little over $8,000 a month. And then from there, like, what are the actions that you need to be doing? Like if someone is making $8,000 a month, what are the actions that they need to be doing every single day? And I feel like that's how I have run my life in general. Like I look at not only our business goals, but my personal goals, my physical goals, my relational goals. How do I want to show up as a mom? How do I want to be intentional with my kids? Like I literally have, like, I will have times in my calendar. That's like, okay, 30 minutes with this specific child. If I know, you know, I want to build my relationship with that child right now, I have every day for 30 minutes, one specific child gets one-on-one attention with me. And so whatever those goals are, you reverse engineer. And here's the other thing. You have to remove the emotion because my alarm goes off every night at eight o'clock for me to stop and spend time with this kid. Do I always feel like it? No, (laughs) but it's, you know, you have to remove the emotion of I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I don't want to do this. And just recognize that if that is the life that you want, okay, if this is the life that you want, and I'll just tell you, it's my oldest son and he's a senior. And I'm like, he has one more year. He has one, actually less, less than a year. Yeah, in our I was going to say, oh, that's wild. And so in those days that I'm like, I don't want to stop and right. you know, <laughs> do this thing. And it's not because I don't love him. It's just because I'm tired some days. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's sometimes I don't want to hang out with my kids. I mean, that's real life. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the reality is what I ultimately want is a good relationship with my child and to yes. have connection and to pour into him during that time. And so if yes. that is what I've told myself that I ultimately want, then what are those daily actions? You know, the same thing with exercise. Like I don't let myself, you and I both, you're very mm-hmm. disciplined. You say that, you know, I appreciate your kind words, but Becky, you're disciplined too. You know, and we both get up and walk every day. It doesn't matter if we're freezing, yeah. you know, if it's cold yeah. outside or whatever, if it's raining outside, you know, you just put on your rain jacket and you go, you do the thing. Right. We both have done 75 hard, you know, that takes discipline, mm-hmm. but I think you, you have to remove the emotion. And here's the other thing I will say too, is discipline is not a born, like you're not born with the trait of discipline because I don't feel like I was. Yeah. I don't feel like I used to be disciplined, but I will say that being married to Matt, he is the most disciplined person that I know, my husband. And I think just living with him and and seeing years and years and years of, if he says he's going to do something, he does it. There is no wavering. There's no, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it. I'm not tired. I don't, you know, whatever. Like it is, if he says he's going to do something, he goes, he does it. And I don't know about y'all, but I want people to describe me that way, right? Like. I want people to be like, you know, if she says something is true that, you know, or she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I even remember early on in our marriage, um, <laughs> so funny early on in our marriage, I remember, um, I was probably, I don't even know, like 23 maybe. And I had told some friends I was going to 
meet them that evening. And then I just didn't feel like it after work. And I had told Matt, I was like, ah, I think I'm going to cancel. I don't really feel like he's like, well, you told your friends you're going to be there. And I was like, yeah, but they'll understand. And he's like, no, you told them like you <laughs> show up. And I just remember that standing out to me. Cause I, yeah. I, I got away with that for, you know, teen as a teenager throughout college. And then here I am, you know, married to him and he's so disciplined that it was like, you know, I think that also this is a whole other conversation, but I think it also is a reflection of the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. will either call you higher or pull you yes. down. And I think if you're putting yourself around people who they are disciplined and they have goals and they're ambitious, you're not going to sit around because you're like, I got to live up to this standard of the right. people around me. Right. Well, so, and I think, yeah, I think okay. too, for people who are trying to figure out what does that look like to start, you know, like, how do I, um, you know, what, what, what is it that I focus on? Right. Like, how do I decide what habit quote unquote, because they may be looking at their life. I don't know about you guys, but like, especially at the beginning of the year, you know, I write down like 20 things, right. That I want to work on and accomplish. And so you might be thinking, how do I know, you know, what thing to work on first? And so I love that you said like reverse, basically reverse engineer, And what I like to do is to say, okay, well, you know, kind of prioritize, like in order for certain things to happen, what, you know, what needs to happen first, right? And so I think if we're thinking about daily habits, maybe picking like one habit in each area of your life. So it could be like, okay, for your health, like what is one habit you could start work on working on right now? Like maybe, okay, I'm going to start drinking more water. And so, you know, or maybe it's that 20 minute walk or whatever. Right. And then maybe in your business, you're like, man, I do want to be that six figure earner, or I do want to be at the top of the company, or I do want whatever, you know, what is the one thing that you can add on to your schedule every single day, no matter what, right? What does that IPA look like that you know would contribute to your end goal? Um, Same thing with your relationships or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. And so I just want to encourage you if you are struggling with the follow through, because I would say nine times out of 10, when people, you know, clients have, we've worked with thousands of women at this point. Um, So whether it be clients or, you know, past team members that I was developing so many times, I mean, literally nine times out of 10, it was just the follow through. It was just the, the action accountability too. It was just, yeah, the lack of accountability, the lack of consistent efforts. And that is why we created our membership, the kingdom minded mompreneur, because we saw the struggle of the, the mom who's like, I want it all. You know, I want to be a present mom. I want to raise kingdom kids. I want to, you know, volunteer. I want to have an impact in the world. And I also want, you know, to hit the top of my company. I want to make six figures. I want to earn the incentive trip. And so it's kind of like, what does that look like every single day? Instead of, oh, let me like burn myself out, sacrifice everything for, you know, a month. And then I never want to pick up another, you know, phone or social media account again. Instead, it's like, okay, what are the actions that really lead to that life that you desire? And so that is why we created our membership, because every single month we provide a daily social media action plan. 
you have a social media post, you have IPAs, the, the list of things that you've got to be doing every single day that move the needle and actually produce income in your business. Yes. And it's just been a game changer for so many women already. And we want you to get access to it as well. If this is something that you're struggling with. Yes. If you are not in our community, don't walk, go run to the link of the show notes and join our community because everything that Becky said, like it is phenomenal. And to be honest with you, it's so exciting for us to see our clients have wins because we create, so we have something called your daily action plan. So we created this action plan where it gives you exactly what to post every single day on social media. And of course, like you can tweak it to your personality and your company and all that kind of stuff. But it is so fun for us to be on Facebook, on Instagram yes. and see our clients, like see, and for those of you who are our clients, like, you know, to see you guys posting and getting great results. Like we had, you know, people saying, Hey, I posted this and I immediately had, you know, people reach out to me to join my team or I posted this and I immediately got a sale or somebody who ghosted me finally, you know, got back with me after I posted using what you guys created. And so our action plan, it has a variety of posts about the business opportunity, posts about your products, posts that are meant to be engaging and connecting with people. And so the other part of it too is in our actual Facebook group, we hold you accountable. So every day there is a Facebook post that we do and it's your accountability post to say like, hey, I showed up on social media today. I did the things that I needed to do and the growth that people are having is incredible. Yeah. It is. It's so much fun. And it is based on what is working right now. We provide trending audio, you know, trending hashtags. The We also provide, you know, within the action plan, there's a weekly, you know, devotional like Bible study. So for those of you that do have a faith focus and you want to like, you know, set the intention for your week, we also have goal setting inside of it. It's just a really incredible resource as well as we have, you know, an incredible coach uh, who is helping us inside the community every single week. We have kingdom coaching and it is phenomenal. Shay Greenwood, she's incredible. And just it's a really, really unique beautiful membership that we're building out. And I, I just, it's kind of one of those things I tell people all the time. It's what I wish I had when I was in the industry. And we forgot to say it's only $47. Yes. $47. Only $47. You guys, when we first started working together, Becky and I were $3,000 for people to work with us. (laughs) And we literally, we thought of you, you, who, if you were listening to this, we thought of you and we were like, okay, how can we provide something For the woman who doesn't have that kind of budget, but she wants to grow and she wants accountability and she wants that support and that help. And we said, how can we provide something that allows her to be able to do this? And we made this membership $47 a month. You're not locked into anything, but it's $47 a month to be able to be part of this. Yes. So to wrap up, if you feel stuck in your business, The first thing I want to encourage you to do is stop focusing on what has happened maybe year after year, month after month, or where you are now. Focus on where it is you want to go and say, 
do I need to work on one of these three things? Do I need to prioritize my health? Do I need to let go of the opinions of others? Or do I need help with my daily habits? Maybe it's time you joined the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur membership or found some accountability, some kind of external accountability, create accountability for yourself so that this, you look back and say, this is the year that I changed it all. Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.